This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Most Tuesdays are just Tuesdays, except at Buffalo Wild Wings, where Tuesdays are Wing Tuesdays. But now even Wing Tuesdays aren't just Wing Tuesdays, because Wing Tuesdays are half-price Wing Tuesdays, which means your boring Tuesday that became Wing Tuesday now costs you half as much. In case you're confused, we have half-price Wing Tuesdays. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating locations for details. Void or prohibited. Welcome to a special edition of the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss of Rotowire, and I am fortunate to have Andy Barons, also known as the enemy of Yahoo Sports, on <laughs> for this very special occasion, which is Andy and I watching our television sets. Um, Andy, since you're playing with house money, Andy, it might not be as intense for you. Um, plus, you know, you have the Yahoo pays so ridiculously well, uh, you're, you're am- amazingly wealthy. This is probably nothing to you, but to no, me, no, I'm, I'm, I'm counting on, I'm counting on winning the full pot in this league. Otherwise I can't, you know, I can't receive my treatments. So this is literally a matter of life and death. No, that's a joke. Um, you're talking about, you're <laughs> talking about the electroshock. Is what <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what I assume when I see you, that that's what you're, that, that's the treatment you get, but I, I, I <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's exciting. This would be you know this would be back to back titles for him. Once you get the first title, you want the you want the back to back experience. Um, I am a I am a dog. It should be noted. Let me look at the updated projections on the website. I am at least a uh, I'm an eight point dog. A little more, basically an eight point four point dog. This is like Goliath trying to spin people that he's the underdog. Get them on his side. Get them rooting for him. But it's just not true. Um, you, it is true that on the Yahoo side, I'm favored. Um, but, you know, you're, you, won it, you won it last year, and you, you actually have the most points this year. You've had the best team, I would say, all year. Uh, my team's been very good lately. Uh, and I also just say this is the 10K Stopa Law Firm League. And I want to point that out because Andy insisted we do this. And I have to say, I think what happened is you're so overly confident that you're going to win the 10,000 again that you felt bad because Stopa basically says, guys, try to promote my law firm. <laughs> I'll put all this money in and you guys, he doesn't really check up on us. Right. I mean, there's never like, he doesn't like call you and say, Andy, I, I've been listening to your podcast and I just don't hear, he doesn't check up. Right. Yeah. So I'll mention it occasionally. Um, but I don't know that I could give it the sort of promotion. I don't know that I can give him $10,000 worth of promotion is my problem. I don't know how many clients I've, I've sent to Mark Stopa uh, is the bottom line. Hundreds of clients minimum, I'm sure. <laughs> the, the vast reach that you guys have, I'm sure. And I'm sure like the people who listen to you, especially Brad, have had their house foreclosed on all the time. I mean, if, if Brad's, Brad's people are, are nomadic that way. Yeah, that, that is, <laughs> that's fair to say. They're, actually, Brad's people are, I would assume, mostly renters. 
<laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, I mean, I would say that they had a house and then they listened to Brad and then they got foreclosed. And then, <laughs> so they, you got to send them a lot of clients. But no, but what I'm saying is I, I felt like you, you felt like, okay, we better talk about this because um, it's just, you know, you just can't take 20K from the guy and just not even, you know, not at least make some effort to promote the, the law firm. So it is the Stopa Law Firm League. He, he sponsors it. They, they keep people uh, from uh, having their homes taken by banks which I think most people think is a good thing. So that's that's who's sponsoring the league. Yeah, Mark. Mark obviously he clearly does good work. Um, I'm I'm looking at the matchup page right now, and it's it's brutal. So you've got you've got Bortles and Cam. You've got you've got basically two of the top three quarterbacks this week. This is an this is a buzzsaw that I'm running into. Forget about it. Yeah, Thank I, God Calvin Johnson in there. Yeah. All right. Calvin Johnson will get zero. So that that'll be a, a handicap right there. Des Bryant's had a great year for me. Uh, and then Eddie Lacy, you can always count on to get lots of carries. You know, you know, of, of course, he's he's like a rock. So those are the three big purchases I made: were Calvin, Dez, and Eddie Lacy. And I know a lot of people listening might wonder how it's possible that I'm in the finals, especially with Calvin the last two weeks. And as you said, it's Bortles and Cam and Jordan Reed and Sammy Watkins. Who I don't know. Somebody dropped Sammy Watkins. It was ridiculous. Like somebody dropped Sammy Watkins. <laughs> who could that possibly have been? Yeah, yeah, that was me. I've made, I've made two. Um, you, you know, there was, a, there was an injury. There was a. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, it's mid-season. He's not doing anything early. He's dinged. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be good over multiple weeks. Um, I've essentially I've replaced Sammy Watkins with Doug Baldwin, though. So they've basically been the same guy over the last month or so. So it's not, it's not a total disaster. Uh, that was. That was not even my worst move in this league. I believe my worst move in this league was trading Joe. It's a two quarterback league. Trading Joe Flacco before the season. Um, I traded for Joe Flacco, and I dealt away Tyler Eifert, which really would have helped for a while. That was a that was a gaffe. Yeah, but now, but now Eifert is mercifully out, so you you can't feel that bad about it. Well, I don't root for their demise once I trade them. I'm not like that. I'm not I'm not vicious in that way. Yeah. No, uh, no, I'm not either. Dalton does. Dalton Del Don does. Uh, he doesn't really care about their careers or the fact they're human beings. He just, you know, he's a ruthless. He's very ruthless. Um, but yeah, so so that was yeah. So there's two bad moves, and you know, I, you say that Doug Baldwin and Sammy Watkins are roughly equal the last few weeks, but Doug Baldwin's like a slower version of Sammy Watkins, who scores like three extra touchdowns every week. So I think you've actually done well. That's actually been a profit for you. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you certainly feel better about Sammy Watkins on talent, um, but uh, it's hard to argue with Baldwin's situation right now. You know, it's funny thing is Baldwin, it's not like Baldwin is having like all these 15, 17 target games or anything like that. He's doing this, whatever it is, like 10 touchdowns in four weeks. He's doing this all on like eight or nine targets a game, which is nice, but, you know, not, not at all. The touchdown to target ratio here is insane. Yeah, but it's also just because Russell Wilson's so efficient and – Somehow those guys are wide open, you know, like they're just right. all Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin. They just throw the ball and it's like, wow, it's such an easy, it makes it so e- it makes it look so easy. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking at my matchups this week as well. They're not, I mean, it's not great. This is, this is, uh, I feel like last year in the finals of this league, Salfino and I both had like monstrous weeks, like nobody deserves to lose sort of weeks. Like both of us, maybe above 180 points, something like that. And I just, I just came back with like the Jeremy Hill game and the Emmanuel Sanders game on Monday night. 
Um, but I'm, you know, I've got I've got Gurley going for me against Seattle. That's a brutal matchup. I've got an injured Adrian Peterson. It's not, you know, this this plucky band of upstarts would really have to 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 pull a pretty significant upset. It looks on the site right now like you are a 56 percent favorite, which is a which is a sizable favorite over the defending champs. I don't know. 56 is not that much, and you know, just sort of with the margin of error of these projections, I do like that Gurley is in Seattle. I think that's the worst. Matchup. If if I were to put Gurley somewhere it, for the purpose of this matchup, I would put him in. Seattle. Right. Like that's. But I think Peterson could go nuts against the Giants. I mean, he could have like 290 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean that's if it's healthy, Adrian Peterson. We also there's a slight complication there in that I think they can clinch a playoff berth um, by the time they play. Although it's virtually clinched now, so I doubt that would affect Peterson's usage very much. But still. You know, he's dinged. It was a it was a really ugly injury when it happened, and I just assumed that he would be down for the rest of the season. But he is not, which is which is awesome if you're me, um, and maybe not awesome if you're the Giants. But um, you're right. It, I mean, it is a super friendly matchup against the Giants. I don't think the Giants can can really stop much of anything capably right now. Yeah, and you got Gronk uh, going against the Jets. I don't think the Jets are very good against tight ends. I think that's also. Um, a potential disaster for me uh, in a game that might very well be competitive in New York. Patriots are only three point favorites. I, I think that's the kind of game where Gronk gets used. Like Gronk yeah, sometimes so- gets forgotten about when they're like 14 point favorites and there's really no need to force the ball to him. I have actually both. It's two quarterback league. I have both of the quarterbacks involved in that game, which doesn't seem like you know. I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put the number at that game at like fifty-five or anything. So I don't. I don't know how I feel about having both Brady and Fitzpatrick in that one. Um, but I do. Uh, uh, so I'm hoping for some sort of like thirty-one twenty-eight outcome there. Yeah, of course you are. Um, the the problem with this, okay. Normally when I'm playing an opponent, I don't want to know who's on their team. Because I have other interests that I want to root for. For instance, I'm in the finals right. with Dalton in the League of League, League of Leagues against your your buddies uh, Brad Evans and, and Brandon Funston, and I want to apologize to Funston for just destroying him in the semifinal of the Stopa League. I feel bad. I was up like I had like 150 points like in the midway through the first games. And I was like, <laughs> he didn't even get his money's worth. He didn't even get his entertainment worth of it. Just crazy. So. I, who's who's competing for third place in this thing? I'm not even looking at that. Is it uh, is it? I don't even know who I beat last week. Is it was it oh, Ben Derek. Riper? You beat Derek. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Well, all, that's nice. So we have an undercard of Yahoo versus RotoWire as well. That's cool. Yeah, we got uh, Brandon versus Derek. And the the thing is, um, if the power, do you believe in the power of prayer, Andy? <laughs> uh, if it if it helps Todd Gurley this week, sure, I'll try it. Well, no, no, I'm not saying for your sake. I'm saying that people are rooting for me because the structure of this league is such that if you win, you take all of the money. Greedy as you were last year, taking all the money, and you may take all of the money this year. Whereas if I win because you have more points than I do, and I don't think – I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure I can't catch you. Um, And, uh, you know, if if your team, you know, scored 40 points and I had 250, maybe I would catch you. Um, But – if I win, that means I don't have the most points, and then the rule is there's four spots that pay out, correct? Right. That's correct. I was hoping to formulate some sort of uh, some sort of hedge for you, but Mark can't seem to recall what the payouts are because it's been so long since he had to pay more than one person. Um, oh. <laughs> he's, that he's not actually sure what the payouts are oh. well, for, uh, for a second. Do you happen to know them? If you know I don't, them. I don't know them. I don't know what, what it's. I know if it's you know lot. them, I feel like we could work out something right now oh. where you just agree to tank. And I end up paying you perhaps more than you would have even received. I would oh, just we'll just basically screw over uh, <laughs> Funston and Derek. That's a great idea. Right. 
Well, okay, so that's one thing to do, and I think we should seriously consider that. And uh, obviously, I, I don't know if it'll be obvious when I'm starting, you know, Fozzie Whitaker this week uh, <laughs> that I did that. But uh, but maybe maybe it'll you know who knows he he could have a big game. Um, but the other thing I was thinking, you know, Dalton said when he and Pienaar were in the finals, um, they agreed to some sort of split where they each took a thousand out and they played for the rest. And I was like, no, Barons and I are going to have a side bet. We're not going to do a split. Like we're going to actually like we're, oh, there's not good. enough at stake here, right? We should yeah. bet like ten grand on the side, just you and me. I did, <laughs> I did do something with uh, with Salfino last year because he uh, uh, Davis uh, Davis uh, Matek Matek yeah, Matek Matek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was his uh, partner in that one. And Davis, of course, uh, at the time was like, I don't know, 14 years old, right? Like child genius buying books for school. So really needed some sort of payout. So um, that is basically what I, oh, I'm sorry. You're getting an airport announcement in the background right now. No, it's good. Um, People like I'm, I'm enjoying the ambiance of the of the Charlotte airport at the moment. Um, so basically for Davis's sake, because he's a poor college student, I, uh, I hedged with those guys. I, I figured that, you know. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, Salfino said Davis needed the money and probably spent it on, who knows, cocaine or something. <laughs> it's, but, you know, and, and, I don't think that's any mystery, sure. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's obvious to everybody. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I don't want to split. Like, I, I feel like um, I do like the idea of cheating the other people. Like, I like that idea. But, <laughs> and, and I, thought, I thought that would appeal to you. Of course. Of course. You know me well. Um, but the, the thing is, I probably should, right? I mean, a thousand bucks, it'd be sweet. It's like, I, I act like I won't care when I lose. And I'm like, oh my God, I've got a thousand bucks. I'm such an idiot. And I've done this. I was in a survivor pool in 2000 when I really needed the money a lot more. And it was 12 grand. And I got down to the final week or three of us left and they wanted to split it four grand each. And my brother and I split it, the 20, the $50 fee. I foolishly let him invest 25. <laughs> so I was, it was 2000 for me. Right. And 2000 in, in the year 2000, which it, it was, was a lot of money for me. Right. Um, right. It, it, even now two grand, I'm not going to like, you know, two grand is two grand. Um, but I just thought, you know, I'm not in this to win two grand, you know, I'm in this to win 12 grand. Like, that's why I was excited about this pool. And so to split it, you know, it just seemed like, so I didn't, of course I lost, uh, and we, <laughs> so I got zero. So I, I'm, I'm mindful that that's a possibility, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's I, kind of with the tin cup, Brett, right? But this isn't, you know, it's not life changing money at this stage in our lives. Right. It's, uh, it's more like take a nice vacation money, which is good, which is really good. But you know, in the interest of, uh, uh, purity of competition, maybe we, maybe we don't, let's uh, not do it. We don't need to, I would, I mean, trust me, I'll be pissed that I didn't do it. I'll regret this conversation Monday, <laughs> Monday night when it doesn't work out for me, but, um, but no, I'm fine with that. I just don't know if I should watch the games or just set the lineup and leave, you know, because it's yes, stressful. One thing is I'm actually flying back from San Jose. We're doing our final fantasy football live, uh, next Sunday and, or this coming Sunday, and I'll just be in the air for most of these games. So, um, I'm not going to have a great awareness of what happened until I, <laughs> until I like hit my connecting flight, something like that. So I, I kind of like that with, with a lot on the line. I, I, it's almost like, you know, if you could just put me into a medically induced coma for a little while during, um, championship week and just wake me up when I know if I've won or lost, I'm, I'm kind of down for that. Yeah. It sucks though. If you go too far and it's like, you know, 2020 when you wake up, like, oh, yeah, you won, but also, you know, my the, daughter's on her second marriage. Right. Yeah. Daughter's on her second marriage. There was a nuclear war, like a bunch of stuff happened while you were asleep. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, and I, I really, cause you know, I mean, just watching the games, it's going to be brutal. I mean, unless it's like t- last week with Funson where I just scored 200 points and I didn't sweat it. I expect to sweat this and I expect bad things to happen and it's going to be stressful. Um, 
And yeah, last night, actually, I think I'd almost conceded to Salfino, and then um, there's no reason people would remember this, but Marshawn Lynch had a huge Sunday night game um, in Week 16, and then I had, I think Salfino had nothing going on on Monday night, and I had, like, Emmanuel Sanders and Jeremy Hill, and Jeremy Hill went nuts, and Sanders went nuts. It was maybe 200 yards from him, two touchdowns, and Hill had a couple touchdowns, so I had a very improbable... I mean, I think at one point, Salfino, according to the odds on Yahoo, was like a was like 93% to win or something like that. And I came roaring back in a totally implausible way. Um, so that was exciting. Like chasing is pretty exciting. That's, that's awesome. I mean, how enjoyable was that experience? But, and then it's Selfino too, right? So, <laughs> you know, how so he's already gone through the whole smug. I knew what I was doing. Um, zero RB is uh, taking over the earth sort of thing. So he'd already processed all that. He'd, he'd gone through like a full 24 hours of it. And then he lo- came out losing on the other end. That was pretty awesome. I can't even imagine the level of cognitive dissonance in his mind at, at the moment that you came back. I, he probably just I, he probably I'm just shut a down. Lot, I'm getting a lot of announcements right now. I'm okay. sorry. That's all right. Uh, I, as I said, I like that. I like a couple of I like an announcement or two in a podcast. <laughs> I, I think the people appreciate it. They, it keeps it real. Um, all well, right. Well, uh, look, exciting. you know, I, I plan to tweet this out and, and, and I'll tweet out a screenshot. There's no point in running down every single guy in our lineups. I think verbally, um, I think we could just like attach a screenshot to it, you know, of, of the matchup. Um, so it's just so funny because this whole drama lineup decision this week in this league. What's that? What's your most difficult lineup decision this week in this league? Oh, it's just uh, – well, I, I shouldn't have picked up these guys. I mean, you shouldn't have let me pick these guys up, but at the same time, I might hang myself with them. No, I tried to get you on Carlos Williams, um, oh. but you had, the, you had the priority, I think. Okay, so last week, you know, I started Brandon Bolden. I thought that was huge, you know, and that wasn't good over Bilal Powell. So this week, I, you know, I think I'm going to play Carlos Williams over Travis Benjamin, and that's presuming I'm playing Calvin over Benjamin too and Dez over Benjamin, which I think I am. I, I like Benjamin this week against the Chiefs, but um, I think he's going to be on the bench, and I'm going to have um, Carlos Williams in that flex spot. And then there's Lacey, who's going to be there with, obviously, Freeman's a no-brainer, but, you know, Eddie Lacey could also go. And I picked up Rashad Jennings. I don't think I'm really going to use him, but no Beckham, they may use him. I, I, think, I think I know what I'm doing, but I'm not – I don't feel great about it, but I think I've made up my mind that Benjamin's going to be on the bench, so – no, you have, you have it all set up the way I would set it up. And I don't think I would be able to um, – I have Calvin ranked. You know, I, don't, I didn't rank Calvin too aggressively this week for obvious reasons, but uh, I do have him ahead of Travis Benjamin. I just couldn't do it. I, do, I just don't think I'd be able to do it. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to end up committing suicide over this when Calvin gets three times <laughs> on my back. No, I know. It. I know. Um, you know, some people think maybe I should, but I'm not going to, and I'm, I'm just going to live die <laughs> with this. Uh, what about you? What's your what's your toughest uh, decision? Uh, it is uh, it is that that non quarterback flex spot. It is McFadden. I currently have McFadden over Forte. Um, wow, Forte which, on your bench in the in the big finale. Which is which is it's not like I'd been riding him all year. It's kind of a right. throw in in the Gronkowski deal. Um, he was a throw in because uh, you know at the time he was at the time he was hurt. Um, we didn't know exactly when he would be back. I've used him a couple times. He's obviously splitting a workload. The vibe is certainly that he's not going to be back with the Bears next year. I, I can't reasonably expect twenty carries out of him, twenty touches out of him, and I think I can get a bigger workload out of McFadden. But he's Darren McFadden. I, you know, it's hard to it's hard to put the past away with Darren McFadden and just focus on the last couple of weeks, right? But uh, it, I, you know, it it doesn't feel totally right. But it, I'm trying to go with running backs who at least aren't sharing carries. Yeah, you've done a good do- job of developing uh, retreads like McFadden this year. You thought you could do it with Spiller, but that failed. <laughs> I think I think I really have. I think Darren McFadden would say that the coaching he has received on my team has been uh, unlike any uh, uh, over the course of his career. 
Yeah, I want to hire you. I think I'm going to try to hire away your strength and conditioning coach. You We're know, a teaching program. We're a teaching and development program, bottom line. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the health of your team is really amazing um, that you got McFadden to stay healthy. I'm basically the Phoenix Suns uh, training staff is what I am. That's what, that's, that's what you're known as in the league, too. Um, okay, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I want you to predict the final score of this matchup. Oh, um, I'm going to go. So, again, the way the uh, projections have it right now is 166.4 for Team List, 158 for Team Barons. Uh, I'm going to say that you do a little bit better than that. I, your quarterback matchups are just unbelievable. Bortles against New Orleans and Cam against Atlanta. This is just sort of unfair. You have Allen Robinson, though. So, like, you know, it's like Allen Hearns is sort of your enemy. And that's- Yeah, but, it, you know, it could be a Julius Thomas, uh, yeah. Allen Hearns sort of game, and, and I get one touchdown and two catches from Robinson. Robinson, you know, whatever. Um, you, you just have um, you're, you're crushing me in the projected uh, quarterback points. So I'm actually going to say that you score beyond your projection. Uh, I'm going to give you 181, and I'm going to give myself uh, I'm going to give myself 169. So basically, I feel like you should be. If we do a side bet, I feel like you should be giving me 12 points. All right. Uh, I probably won't give you 12 points if we do a side bet, but I like the prediction. I think I'm going to win. I mean, I'm going to regret saying this, of course. It's jinxing myself. But I agree. I, I, you know, your running backs are, are better, and your receivers, I think, are a little better. But the QBs are so strong in this league, and I think, um, I think knock on wood, um, I'm a little scared of Gronk. Uh, I, I think he could have a really big game against the Jets. I think this is a bad setup for me with that. And, of course, with Brady against the Jets, you know, they might – get kind of merciless and then there might be some garbage for Fitzpatrick. I mean, I'm a little nervous about how that game flows. Um, I have Bilal Powell, but I'm not going to use him. I don't think that really is going to protect me from anything that happens in that game. So I'm going to yeah, say, I, you're, I you're, can't imagine the scenario where you plug in Bilal Powell with the, <laughs> with the well, roster that you're I, sh- I should have last week. I used uh, Brandon Bolden over him and Powell did, you know, much better, but yeah, against the Patriots. It's a tough day. All right, man. Well, have a safe flight. Um, I, you know, I would, it's like you're the enemy. Like I can't do. There's nothing you can do to your enemy in fantasy football. I can't like hire right. Jeff Galuli to break your leg. It doesn't matter. You'll just beat me <laughs> with a broken leg. I mean, it's not. You know, then I'll get a lawsuit. Also, it's just not. There's nothing I can do. You know, you can't do anything. So, you know, uh, I, I I'm not going to wish you good luck. I don't. I hope you have horrible luck. I hope I don't have to sweat it. But um, should be a good match. And uh, got any last words on this podcast? Oh, thanks for thanks for hosting this. And um, please, everyone, if you need legal assistance in the state of Florida, seek out Mark Stopa. It's not even a joke how much he crushes those banks and has helped a lot of people. So we, it is legitimate, and he sponsors our league. And so um, we are going to give him some mention. All right, man, have a good flight. Thanks for doing the pod. And uh, yeah, we will uh, revisit this when uh, when it's over. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Right. Take care, Andy. <laughs>